everyone. I am Valerie Malone, life coach, motivational speaker, creator of Love You Life program. Today, I have the wonderful Alina. She's a pediatric doctor turned to a health coach. She teaches frustrated professional moms to lose weight by leading a healthy lifestyle so that they can feel fit and fabulous. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I love that you're a pediatric doctor and then you turn to a health coach. So we have a lot of questions for you. But before that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as you can tell, I'm from the United Kingdom. Uh Um, But I live in Spain. So we moved to Spain in, goodness, 2011. And at that time, I had two children who were one and two. Um, And now I have four children because I went on and had twins. And yes, as you say, I I, I think was a pediatric doctor. And I went through what I can only call like a bit of an inner turmoil, like I'll cut it very short for you. But the story of, you know, moving to Spain and thinking I could carry on working as a pediatric doctor didn't really pan out as I had anticipated. And so I started working online with picky eaters and helping children to eat healthily. I wrote a couple of books about feeding toddlers and how to get our children to eat vegetables because, oh, it's not as easy as it should be. Not at all. Exactly. And then in, a, in the last few years, I've pivoted really and I work with adults. And one of the main reasons for that is because one of the best things that we can do to teach our kids healthy eating is to demonstrate healthy eating and healthy living. And so many people weren't doing that. And it's kind of impossible to teach your children to eat vegetables if you don't eat vegetables. And so... Um, yeah, that's one that's of the reasons. That's how you started. Which yeah. brings me to my first question. So why do you think that is important for moms to take care of themselves? Well, it really is important for us to take care of ourselves. And I have this quote that I totally love. And it goes like this. The best thing that you can give your children is your own happiness. And I genuinely believe that. I think it's a wonderful quote. And I think it sums up everything that I want to say in a really short way. And I think... If you have, if you turn up to be a parent and you're happy, your children are going to be happy and you're going to be able to enjoy being a parent and connecting with it with them. And if you aren't happy, your children are going to see that and you're going to end up with struggles and problems. And really and truly happiness is our ultimate goal. And the way I think we get there is through health. So, you know, the way I teach it is healthy eating, healthy living, which is exercising and making sure we sleep and paying attention to our emotions, so healthy mind and all of those things. And once you start paying attention to all of these things and looking after yourself, then, you know, okay, it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. And you can turn up and be the amazing mother that you want to be and enjoy your life. And here's another question. Why shouldn't we look after ourselves? I I think that's a big question. Oh, you said it perfectly, perfectly. So that's why, is, this is why the second question comes in is that weight loss and um, healthy eating can be a very controversial topic. So how do you teach people to lose weight? Like, how do you do it? Yeah, you're right. It is a very controversial topic. And, um, you know, there's loads of different things that we can think about nutrition. Um, so first of all, I think, you know, you have to find what works for you. So, you know, I have my way that I teach people, but that doesn't mean that everybody wants to do my way. So for example, I don't teach the ketogenic diet and that works for some people and that's fine. If that works for them, fabulous. The way I teach people to lose weight is, 
number one is nutrition is really, really important. So nutrition is about 80% of weight loss. Now, people often think that they should be exercising to lose weight. And actually, that's incorrect. I'm not saying you shouldn't exercise. I think everybody should exercise. It will help you feel fit. It will help you feel fabulous. It will give you lots of energy. And it will help you lose weight. But if you're wanting to lose weight, you really have to look at your nutrition and what you're eating. And, you know, this is a big, big topic. So I will squish it down to just a few sentences. <laughs> the way I teach it is with something called the Mediterranean style diet. And the reason I use the Mediterranean style diet is firstly, it's delicious and easy. And secondly, it actually has the most research behind it. Now, it's not complicated. It's reducing refined carbohydrates. And, you know, we can talk about refined carbohydrates and how they affect our insulin levels. People are becoming more and more aware of how insulin affects us and how once you push up your insulin levels, then it becomes very difficult to lose weight. So, you know, we know this. We know that eating packaged food and refined, you know, white flour and pasta and lots of this is not a good diet. So what are we going to eat? We're going to eat lots of vegetables, lots of stuff that we've always known have been healthy, fruit and vegetables, nuts and seeds, a little bit of protein, healthy proteins, and really importantly in the Mediterranean style diet, healthy fats. And specifically, I recommend extra virgin olive oil because it has other health benefits. But fat is a really important part because it helps you to feel full up. And I'm not talking about a high fat diet like the ketogenic diet. I'm talking right. about not a low fat diet. So the way I teach it is in three steps. Number one is what I call a two week reboot. And that's really about retraining your way of thinking and rethinking about what you eat and the different foods that you have. So you do two weeks of I'm just eating healthily. And most people can manage two weeks of being super healthy. Because what you don't want to do is be really super disciplined. You want to create a system, a lifestyle that you love, because otherwise you're not going to sustain it. Right. And that's where you get to balance, you know. So, you know, I eat cake from time to time, not because, you know, I don't eat it every single day, but I enjoy cake and that's fine. It's not like you have to exclude everything all the time, but you have to be aware of what works and what doesn't work. So, for example, every time you eat, for example, some chocolate, you have to go, if you're trying to lose weight, you have to think, okay, that's an opportunity that my body isn't getting for losing weight. So you just have to have this sort of structure in the back of your mind. So step one is retrain your mind to eat these nice, beautiful, healthy foods. And then step two is what I call fat burning. And you have to give your body a chance to use that fat as energy. And there's different ways of doing it. So thinking about how often you eat and how much you eat and the types of food that you eat. And that period can last depending on how much weight you want to lose and how quickly you want to lose it, getting that balance right, it can last from anything from, you know, a few months to a few years if you're going to do it slowly. You're much better off doing it in a way that you can sustain rather than going, okay, I'm going to have a crash diet for two to three weeks. I'm going to lose loads of weight and then I'm just going to put it back on and, you know, keep doing that. And there's loads, there's loads of evidence that shows that that isn't the way of doing it and that actually when you do do that, you do things like lose muscle and regain fat and end up in a, in a worse situation. So you're much better off doing it in a slow and steady way. So step three is just, you know, maintenance. My welcome to super amazing me. This is my life. And when you get to that stage, 
you've you know worked out your systems your habits you've worked out what foods you like what foods you don't like you're just loving your life basically you're enjoying it you know you're probably exercising a reasonable amount not because you have to but because you actually now really love it and you've worked out all these things to look after yourself which might be i don't know dancing or meditation or whatever but you've you know done a lot of work on yourself and now you're just living your amazing life essentially wow wow you you did you you just mentioned a couple of key points that i want people to know this like like you said there's a lot of information out there there's a lot of diet out there and not everybody will fit in one thing so everybody's body is different their mentality is different their lifestyle is different and everything matters and you kind of like direct them and analyzing them and telling them that hey do this and then it works for you and this is how it is you don't have to do other stuff that was very important because when it comes to health we do know people know they have a lot of information here's what the problem is what you just mentioned and i love that what you said to make it a habit to make it like take time be patient with yourself and make it a lifestyle because people do go to that yo-yo like they lose fat they go to their weight and then boom next thing you know they and i'm one of those <laughs> next thing you know they double their, their their weight and then you're like oh what happened because we do it too fast and too furious you know and then number three like you said nutrition 80 percent of your diet come from the nutrition and that was the misunderstanding that a lot of us had because we thought that i know women that are feel like okay if i have to go to the gym seven days a week and work for three hours a day and then that's good but you're teaching them like no it doesn't have to be that hard Nutrition is the 80% of your diet. Yeah, exactly. And it, I, I think my, my big message to everyone is that it can be easy and fun. And it's all about rethinking. So, for example, when I work with my clients on creating an exercise routine, I always tell them to go underneath because we have, we have two brains. We have this prefrontal cortex here, which is our thinking brain. And that's the planning brain that goes, we're going to give up chocolate forever and you're going to go to the gym every single day. And then we have... And other parts of our brain that go, I like chocolate. Let's eat some chocolate now. And oh, it doesn't matter if we skip this going to the gym. Right. And what you have to do is get a balance of the two of them. There's no point in saying, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. If after the second day, you're like, oh, no, I'm just something else is going to come up. So it's about creating those habits in a realistic way. And it's much better to say, I'm going to go to the gym once a week and i'm actually going to stick to that and i'm never ever ever going to not go to the gym unless you know an emergency happens but that's something that you can really really stick to and then you build up on that but you build up over time and you know my experience of exercise is that if you find what you really love which i totally recommend you have to find something you enjoy that actually it it becomes easy and you know it takes over so i love swimming i was telling you about how i love swimming right. in the sea and right I'm going to go swimming in the sea three times a week and then suddenly you know I find myself with other groups of people who are keen and enthusiastic and they want to go every single day and so now I'm going every single day but my minimum commitment to me that I've made to myself is three times a week but that's fine if I go more times as long as I go three times a week yes yes that that is the important part find something that you like and i learned that from you now you always write i do sometimes like you said i i give myself like if i can do four days a week and that consistent as i like running so i go early in the morning and i just go uh walk but i do very slow run to get my heartbeat up but i more important i like dancing so if i do two to two days dancing and two days like running then i'm like okay i'm good but nothing uh less than that but if it comes more oh well that's not always good for you 
Now I wanted to talk about uh, the kids because I know you are like very big on that and you are pediatric, you are, and you teach parents. And this is a big, big, big problem for a lot of par parents. And I love that you hear that you can talk about it. What about kids? How do the kids get to eat food, healthy food? And especially for the kids that are like really, really picky eaters. Now, a lot of moms having a problem with their kids. Yeah, so it is a big problem um, and it's an interesting problem. But I think the reality is, is that we have to take a step back and we have to look at our children's diet. And a lot of the times we like to say, oh, my children are really picky. And, you know, pickiness definitely does exist. I have two very picky eaters. But the, what you need to do is have a think about nutrition again and what you're feeding them. And ideally what you want is food that everybody can eat, that you can eat, that, you know, if you want to lose weight and that they can eat too. And the reality of a lot of families now, and you know, I've been guilty of this in the past too, is okay. that we reach out for packets of cookies or we call them biscuits, but you know, a lot of carbohydrates. And children, just like adults, one of our fundamental desires is to seek glucose. It's one of our things, you know, we have certain things that we have to do as humans. And it's one of those things that our body is kind of programmed to do is to, to look for glucose and get quick release glucose. And that is good news because it means that children are normal. If you ask children what they want to eat, they're going to say something that's high in sugar or that will break down to sugar. So, you know, my kids always say spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese breaks down to sugar quite quickly. And they're always going to choose those things over cabbage and kale and all the vegetables, or the vast majority of children will. So that's perfectly normal. However, they will also eat the other foods. But if you constantly offer them all of these beautiful cakes and things like that, of course they're going to eat those cakes. So it's about taking a step back and thinking about how you present food for them and the food that you eat as a family. And making sure that that includes lots of fruit and vegetables. So, you know, there's fruit and vegetables all the time and that the portion sizes of the carbohydrates that you have given are appropriate portion sizes. Because I know from experience that my children, if I put out lunch, which includes some bread and some salads, if there is, if they can just help themselves to bread and protein, so cheese and meats and eggs and things like that, they will just eat that and they won't eat any of the vegetables. But if I put them out in such a way like, you know, they're hungry and I put out some carrot sticks and say, oh, you can eat the carrot sticks until I've got the rest of lunch. They will eat the carrot sticks. So it's a bit about having that awareness of your children and thinking children are children, but that's good because I've got the whole of childhood to teach them how to, to eat healthily. And I do think it's this thing that we have to teach them to eat healthily. And just one more point I think I would make, if you have picky children, you know, and picky children, there is a spectrum. So some children, you know, some people say, well, my child doesn't like mushrooms, they're picky. But other people, you know, their children will only eat a few things and it can become very, very difficult. And if you've got a child who's really at that end of only eating a few things, you have to be very careful not to push them to eat something because then that just creates, you know, a mealtime battles because you say well just eat the vegetables and I know this from experience this is what I used to do with my own children goodness can you eat some vegetables please and they would go no and then you know this escalates up into this battle that you are never going to win and that's not really where we want we want our meal times to be relaxing and enjoyable where we can all connect 
and to teach them healthy eating by demonstrating healthy eating. So that my big thing is don't push children to eat foods that they don't like, that they don't want to eat. But that doesn't mean allow them to eat cake the whole time. That means you choose the foods that you present in the portions and they choose whether they're going to eat it. And honestly, children will eat vegetables if they are presented with enough vegetables. Oh, wow. Wow. You know what I like about uh, your coaching style is that you pretty much like covering everything. So if I decided to want to go and create a healthy habit lifestyle for myself, so my kids also will get a lot of benefit from that. Because like you said, the food that you're eating, it matters what the kid's eating. And by a little showing, a little trick that you said, see, I just learned that, like you said, don't, don't keep asking them to eat this as a vegetable. Give them option of other stuff out of vegetables. So otherwise, I feel like whatever you give attention to, it gets bigger. So for, in their head, they keep asking me to eat vegetable, and I did not know that. So what an amazing thing that you're teaching not only the parents, but as well as the kids to create a sustainable, healthy habit. Yes. And so for the kids, the, the, the beauty of it is, is that if you have healthy eating, like the children who grow up in families where it's healthy eating, they just end up being healthy eaters. And I have to say, I was really lucky that my family ate healthily when I was younger. And I didn't think of it as healthy eating. It was just normal eating to me. But by the time I got to university, I like for me, having a meal without vegetables was a bit like, well, where are the vegetables? Like I need some vegetables. It was just normal life for me. It wasn't like I was thinking, well, I guess I did start thinking that later on. You kind of start realizing, but I wasn't thinking, goodness. I, I remember once when I was at school and we used to have to take our own sandwiches in and I actually had to make my own sandwiches. And I would put lettuce and cucumber and tomato and all of these things in them. And I remember my friend saying, oh, wow, you always get the really lovely sandwiches. <laughs> she just had, you know, a piece of bread and cheese. And I just thought, well, why don't you put some lettuce in yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. You're right. You're right. Because the, the way we, our mind works, the way our, the, we, we get like this rituals that we follow every single day. And if you grew up like that, then you have to kind of break the habit and restart again. And that's what you have to do. Um, this is amazing. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you very much, Valerie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.